Hold on. It's about, it's to, get about real. to get real. Jenny Matthews is keeping it real about life, motherhood, pop culture, and everything in between. Get ready to hear all about it. Life's ups and downs, mama drama, cool new finds, hot topics, pop culture, and more. Let's go. This is real. It's real. Is real. Real life. Hosted by Jenny Matthews. What's up? We are back. And by we, I mean, I'm here and Kim is here. <laughs> back for more. We honestly, okay, we're going to just get totally real here. We had so much fun doing this the last time we podcasted together. Beyond. That I think that people don't realize that we're trying to provide some entertainment for people here, but we're enjoying this more than we probably should. If, absolutely. Like, yes. Am I bad if I say I've been looking forward to this for days? No, because we had to cancel. We were going to do this last <laughs> night. We were truly going to do this last night. And Jenny, well, what was hilarious is my husband says to me at like, well, we were going to meet at like six o'clock and he's at four o'clock. He says, well, have you looked at the, have you looked at the weather? Cause it's, it's pretty nasty. I'm like, no, it'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be it'll great. Be fine. It's going to be fine. We're going to go. And he says, no, it's, it's going to be bad. And, yeah. I, and, and he's like, you always are looking to get out of things. Why are, why are, he's like, yes. why all of a sudden do you not want to get out of stuff? You never want to leave the house. I'm like, cause I'm going to go podcast. And yeah. So I want to, yeah. So. No, no. So, and that's so funny. You said about always trying to get out of things. Yeah. Like I'm the queen of I'll plan something you know, two months in advance and be like, God, I'm so excited for that. That is going to be so awesome. And then that day comes and, and you're, you're like, why? Why? And you dread it. And it's like, I don't know if it's just that I don't want to wash my hair. I don't want to get it's out of my sweats. It's a lot of things. It's, it's, and I always find it with, with things that, like dinners, which I, and oh, I love yeah. meeting up with friends and I, I love doing all of that. But man, the idea of, of like wearing pants that are constrictive and trying to look good and I just want to sit and Netflix it all night long. But that's why we are friends because if, well, in so fact, much we'll so that people can't tell the difference between our voices. We, I know. <laughs> Keep, everyone has said that to me. And I was like, well, I think that might be good because if I, I don't annoy great. them, then you don't annoy them, then maybe we don't, are we not annoying? We're just one voice. We're one. We are one. one. We are one. My brother, <laughs> literally my brother, my flesh and blood emailed me right or maybe he messaged me he con- in in the corporate terms he reached out after um after our, our <laughs> podcast and said i don't remember telling you that you had a big forehead and i said <laughs> and i'm sitting there thinking i didn't say I, that. I don't have a big what is he talking about and i went back and listened to the podcast <laughs> and you said that your brother told you you had a big forehead and it bothered you and i was like that was not me that was jenny that said that that's and he's like, oh, crazy i could not tell the difference no so like, i did right, even, well. even i listened back and i was like wow we really do sound i know i should still have my cold i need to i should get my cold back that i had last week that yeah you kind of had out. a um well like a sexy oh, raspy I, had, I did i had the like the the phoebe buffet from friends like the very raspy yeah. sexy it's gone now i got the reference but i can i can <laughs> <laughs> whatever I don't know people you just gotta know that we're enjoying this like we again it's Chipotle Chipotle and beer and, and, beer. and let's talk about that for a second okay. now let's do you know what I think I do love it's up there high on the list of things I love about you but is that we can have a beer together because I'm not a fancy foo-foo you are like, not no. I'm not no I don't even I don't like think wine. you come off that way though I know you don't like wine which I adore wine so I mean but, but I everybody adores wine I just don't everyone. like wine not everyone mm, I have a lot of I actually have two or three girlfriends that do not like wine at all they don't really? like the taste of it Mm-mm. no I feel but, better about that because literally I always feel outnumbered well, and wine for me was a new thing well not a new thing it's not now but when I first when my first um started dating my husband his parents are huge his dad and the stepmom are huge wine people mm-hmm. and so much so that when I first met them <coughs> sorry I'm still working on my cough um I, I went to their to their house and they said, would you like a glass of wine? And I said, I mean, whatever you got. If you have Franzia, which is the boxed wine that's like dirt cheap. That yeah. You, you know, and his stepmom was like, oh, honey, 
no, 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 no. We We're not to, doing we, that. We need to train you. So they started me small. They started me on really sweet white wines and and Rieslings and and then we worked our way up. And I, I mean, I truly it was like a training. Like I trained okay. all the way through the wines, and now I love me a good Cabernet. Every friend has tried that with me. They're like, Doesn't no, work. no, you just have to try the right. You know, we'll start you with the sweet and this mm-hmm. and that. And I think that's the problem is I don't like. I really don't. I like sweets and that give me a brownie. Do you yeah, know what I mean? But like, sure. as a drink. I don't. I like beer. It's, you like the savory. Um, you, you must like the bitterness. I don't know of beer. I don't know, beer, and I put lime in it. Oh, that's true. So it's kind of. I don't even know. I what mean, it I is. can do. I mean, if it's booze, I'm fine. But I'm Sign not. Even, me I mean, up. All, all my girlfriends will order. You know, these cute little mojitos and this and that. And I'm just see. Like, I don't like those though. I don't. I don't I like. It. Um, I like gin and tonics, but not. I'd rather just have the gin. <laughs> I'd rather just have a Coors Light. Like, <laughs> what does that make Which me? Which is what we're having, by the way. We are not sponsored by Coors Light. No, but. we're not. Well, we could be. I mean, if you'd like to, of course, we'll take some free beer. No, but that's what I love about you. We have the Chipotle. We're in our sweats. I mean, yep. no makeup. Like, looking nope. a hot mess. Um, and we I should do, take a picture. We should. Ta- we will take a picture okay. just because we're keeping it real. Um, but I did want to bring up something right off the bat because this was a hot topic in my world over the weekend, people. All right. So for... Christmas, my mom, who I adore, and she she gets that I like, how do I say this? I don't want to say I'm the trendiest person in the room, but like I like to try the new trends. Do you know what I mean? But I don't want to be the first person to try the trend. But you like, want to be on the back end of the trend. I want to be on the back on end the of the trend. On the front back end. Yeah. I want to see... I want to maintain a little bit of coolness, a little bit of hipness, but I don't want to be the first person out of the gate with it. Okay. So she knows that. So, you know, I was really into backpacks for a while versus a purse. Not that that makes me some kind of <laughs> like step fashion genius, you know, but it was just a little different. But you right? look good to, with a backpack. Backpack. To I don't. Perfectly I honest. Oh, no. I just think it's more functional personally. Well, it is. And, and I, just to digress, I went from the, I used to be that person that had to have like, you know what I'm talking about where it's like it, you wear it on your arm and it's almost very much an art piece. Yep. I was really into that for a long time then I had a kid and I was all about like the side the, the one that goes across across your chest like yes, the cross chest bag it's heavy because it's well and it freed up my hands yep. because I had a toddler so I'm like I, that's why I, I got to the carry backpack around a cute little arm candy yep. and then the full-on backpack bring it on no that's yeah. wh- that's exactly why I got to the backpack because I was like no I can't do that because I already think I did shoulder damage I know I did shoulder damage from the car seat oh carrying sure. the kid in the car seat um and then from carrying heavy shoulder bags and I never had an actual diaper bag. I just had like a large purse. I can't remember that if I, I had a diaper bag. I think I might have, and I don't think I ever used it. I think, like again, I think I know I had one yeah. because so I got it from my shower. So pro tip for moms: if you're a new mom, you don't need a diaper bag. Just you get a big bag. Get a big bag that you could, preferably a backpack. But do I was gonna say, do yourself a favor, get a backpack because you, I do. I know I have shoulder damage from that. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm, I'm only telling that part of the story just so that you know that I, I do have a little shoulder issue kind of happening. So I've been looking for ways to <laughs> help that. But yeah, you gotta carry something, right? Yeah. So for Christmas, my mom, who again knows I like to be a little, I don't even know, edgy. I like to be a little different. So she usually will send me a backpack or something like that. But this year for Christmas, she sent me, very generous and very beautiful, a Michael Kors fanny pack. Fanny pack, girl. Okay. Fanny pack. So she says to me that she, she's like, I went to the store. I talked to the sales girl. She told me, you know, I kind of described you and your life and this and that. And she said, this is the hot thing. Everybody's wearing fanny packs. Fanny packs are back in a big way. She's going to love this. Got to get it. So I opened it up. And I mean, it's darling. Like, it's this really cute fanny pack. You know, and it's got Michael Kors, a nice little logo in the front. It's got a little, little MK a little on there. Kind of going yeah. on the side. Super cute. And I really liked it. And I'm, a, and I'm, I'm an authentic person if I like it. I, I, it probably I shows say, up on your face anyway. Whether you like it or not, probably 
I mean, don't are you that person? I am. Like, if oh, I yeah. open something and I genuinely don't like it, it's all over my it's face. In your fa- There's they, no way to hide it. She's out of town. She didn't see oh, me open it. Oh, she didn't see you open but it. Here's okay. the thing. Even if she had seen, though, I, yeah. I'm with yeah. you, and that she would have seen. Um, I liked it, and I okay. And I don't want to say I make decisions based on other people, but at the same time, fanny packs have a stigma. Oh, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a thing. Like Are 1989 the- Disney World. <laughs> I went to Disney World in 1989 and was eight years old and they were everywhere and my mom wore one and I remember it was like bright I want to say pink because it was a neon it was 89 was so pink. it would have been straight up neon yeah. time and I remember thinking it's just like it's like a gut magnet it's I mean it like enhances the gut it doesn't it, doesn't it does restrict or or hide it enhances but they're so different now it used to be really bulbous and bubbly and no, this is flat. This was, I saw the picture of it. I think it didn't you, you had it on your Instagram. I, I put it on, I, well, I did a poll on Instagram and okay. it was a pretty much a 50-50 split. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's better than it, I would have expected. Mm, I would have thought me too. would have been like, hell no. But although it was cute. It's I, cute. And it's like you said, it's not as bulbous, I guess is the way yeah. to describe it. It's, yeah. It was flat. Um, but I genuinely liked it and I, but I was kind of afraid to like it. And then I felt, am I, who am I? Like, right. why am I afraid? If I now, like do you it, I'm wear it on. Do you? Because I've seen some people wear them like as a on their back, where they switch it around, which I think makes it worse because then you've got like a a nylon a belt across your gut. <laughs> a gut like, necklace. Yeah, a gut necklace. <laughs> which That's is the just, new name for? It's a gut necklace. Let's invent that. Let's, and gut it's actually been invented. It's called a fanny bag. It's called a fanny bag it's backwards. A, it's a gut necklace. No, it's oh I wear it. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna lie. So I don't wear it dead on center. No, I go. To the side. Slightly to the side. Slightly to the side. Yeah. So I have this very fashionista friend who I sent a picture of me with my outfit on. I'm wearing it. And I'm looking at the picture that I took and I'm thinking, this is actually really cute. But, you know, fanny packs have this. You feel like everyone's whispering. Sure. And so I send it to her and she, again, fashionista. And I swear she would tell me if, like, this was just way, don't do this. Yeah. She sent back. She's like, darling, love it. Do it. I thought you looked adorable. Well, I wore it. Okay. for you. Hmm. But all day I wore it and I felt like... People were talking about me behind my back, <laughs> but maybe they were just saying how cute you were. Because I mean, honestly, look, you have a you have a body type that you are not a big girl. You're you're a small frame, and it looked and those sorts of things I feel like look better on some body types over others. I don't think I could pull that off. Honestly, I think I would look absolutely ridiculous. I'm going to tell you right now. I think fanny packs are back. I feel like it is okay. Or are they front? They're front. We have to watch well, it. Let's be clear there. They're front. They're front. Don't worry. But Not the gut necklace. Here's the thing. Again, shoulder issues. I'm going to bring it back mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was amazing. I had everything I needed right there in front of me all day. And does, don't you think it keeps you from also, it would maybe pare down how much you, because you can't stuff tons of stuff in there, no, right? You, no. So it kind of forces you to whittle down, like, what do I need? Phone, wallet, keys, keys, period, done. Maybe yes. a lip gloss. I'm, no, Let's for that reason, yeah. like that was awesome about it. But again, I was hands-free all day. I felt free. I really did feel the freedom of the fanny pack. Fanny pack freedom, ladies. Do you know what else? At. Do you know what else I feel like would be good about this? It, when I go to the gym, I don't like to have to bring my entire purse, but mm-hmm. I still need my phone. I still need my wallet in case I get pulled over and need my driver's license. I still need a few things like my keys, but I don't like to bring in my entire purse and then put it in a locker. Whereas if you had the fanny pack, I was just going to say, girl, you need to get you a fanny pack. I think I'm going shopping. I think I'm going to get you one. It's going to be a gift. <laughs> as long as it's Michael Kors, I accept <laughs> right. it. We can share. Let's share the fanny pack. You know pack. what? They probably have a really cute one at Forever 21 that we could probably get. Honestly, they're every, if you think, honestly, I've seen them in stores. Like they're, I do think that they are making comeback. Do you want to hear a really funny fanny pack story though? Tell me. Going back a few years. So Matthew and I started dating and it was maybe like our 
third date or something. And we met at, at a mall, a very high-end mall in Florida, a very nice mall. I just want to like let you know this is a really nice mall, okay? We met in the food court. I don't want to make it sound like we were just eating at the Sbarro Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Jinx. Jinx, Jinx. <laughs> okay, so we're sitting down at this table. We're having lunch, whatever. It was lovely. At the end of the meal, he's like, hey, don't forget your bag under the table. And I thought, I didn't go. I don't have a bag. So I look under the table and sure enough, there's this Saks Fifth Avenue <gasps> bag under the table. And I'm like, that's not mine. He says, we'll see what's in it. So <laughs> I love that Matthew says, look what's in it. Look what's inside. So I open it up and there is a Chanel fanny pack fanny pack it's it's chanel chanel there's a receipt in it it had to be 800 dollars. it was 500 and something dollars they had paid cash for this fanny pack whoever purchased this so we go i'm kind of freaking out because i thought well if i spent 500 bucks on anything i would be i mean that's devastated if i I mean seriously but of course if you have 500 bucks to blow in a fanny pack i'm I'm thinking in cash yeah, you're like a drug dealer. Good. You're, yeah, like something you're going to use it to stash your drug money or something. Sure, sure. No. Anyway, so um, we go to the lost and found at the mall, and they're like, no, "I got no one's reported anything. We have nothing." So I actually went to the Saks Fifth Avenue purse counter, and I thought that's a distinct item. They'll remember. They'll remember who this is. Yeah, or maybe it's a regular customer. Or yeah, they'll, they'll know. And the lady at the counter, I remember her looking at me like. Are you nuts? Take this bag and run. Like, why are you even Well, that here? makes me sad. Well, it makes me sad, too. But that was really her demeanor. Wow. And I, But I said, you're positive. Like, you really have no recollection of who this could be. And she's like, they paid cash. No. So I don't, it could have been another person that Maybe sold it. Maybe it was like a secret Santa person that was just dropping gifts with receipts. It was the, fan, it was the fanny, fanny <laughs> pack fairy. The fanny fairy. The fanny fairy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god, I'm crying. No, but for uh, real. So I, so I mean, literally, I felt like I, tr- I did try to find the rightful owner. So what did you do Could with it? I kept that thing. Oh but my god, I love you even more. Can I tell you though? Do you I still have it. Tell I me you still have it. it. I have used it. <gasps> a you have times. to post a picture of it. We have we'll to. Do. We have to post pictures of we'll tonight, do. and then you have to. It's like swipe right and look at the fanny it's, pack because we need to see. And happening. the picture of you with the Michael Kors one on too. Because we will. also want to judge you. It's and a fanny festival. Is what it is of pictures. No, very festival. Totally posting that and. And you're gonna love it. It's black, and it's. I, um, I've seen it, the cute. picture. I remember it was it was adorable. I mean, cute. it was fanny packs are of yesteryear are not what they are today. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna let you know. I'm way to be Michael. We're Kors. down with the fanny packs, ladies. We're down. With you're it. on the fence. We say go for it. Yeah, it's a it's a hit for me. Okay, so now we gotta get into. Uh, you know, we're switching modes a little bit. This BB Rexa controversy. I posted mm. a little bit about this. I blogged about this because I was really fired up yeah, as were. soon as I found out about it. So let's just recap in case anybody's not familiar with the story. So BB Rexa, I'm not going to sing for you. Meant to be with Florida Georgia Line. I'm a mess. Pop singer. Yes. You know her stuff. You may not know you know it. You don't but think you know, you know it, it, but you know. Um, and, I, you know, it's funny. Beautiful, she's, by the way. Like Beautiful, but she's one of those women I look at and I think sexy. Like, don't you just think she's a oh, sexy woman? She's like a... She's, Edgy, Bombshell. she's edgy, yeah, and she's mm-hmm. edgy, and she's she's kind of got that Scarlett Johansson thing going on where she's, you know, like that. She looks like she has a secret, and like, is it voluptuous? What do I yeah. want to say? Uh, she's, I feel yeah, like I she's know. got. I don't know what. <laughs> what did you say? You said shit. <laughs> you can say shit. We can cuss. <laughs> We're allowed. Uh, she, she's um, it's not even full figure. That's not even the right no. word. Voluptuous. She's, she's like se- she's sexy. I don't know. She's like yes, she's, she's just lovely. I don't. I mean, she is. She's not a stick. She's not. 
Anyway, yeah, moving she, on. Uh, we, what we're saying is she's well. If you've seen her, you know. Yeah. We don't even. I don't even have to go there because the point of this story is whether she was a stick or whether she was overweight. Here's here's the bottom line: women everywhere, myself included, you included, were fired up. I'm gonna play right now um, the audio of what she posted on Instagram. So this is coming from BB Rexa herself. Let me play this. So I finally get nominated at the Grammys, and it's like the coolest thing ever. And a lot of times artists will go and talk to designers and they'll make them custom dresses to walk the red carpet, right? Like you go to any big designer. So I have my team hit out a lot of designers and a lot of them do not want to dress me because I'm too big. Literally, like they, I'm too big. And if a size six, eight is too big, then I don't know what to tell you. Then I don't want to wear your dresses. Because that's crazy. Because all you're saying that all the women in the world that are size 8 and up are not beautiful and they cannot wear your dresses. So all, so all the people that said that I'm thick and I can't wear dresses, f*** you, I don't want to wear your f- dresses. So you can hear it in her voice. She's pissed. Rightfully so, too. Rightfully so. I mean, that's just so sad. First of all, if How she's old is a, she? Do we know? Mm, I can look that up. She's 20-something. But she's a size 6'8". Whether she was an eight or an eighty-eight, I blogged about this. Why? What the? Oh. Now, a couple of thoughts though. One is, I don't know. I mean, there are some heavier women, women, full-figured women in in Hollywood that do go to some of these events. So I know that there are designers who clearly must not have that mentality because the, the you know there are some larger women that do. I mean, they get dressed for these events. So surely there is somebody out there that. Her yeah, I mean, not everybody is. To. Yeah, not everyone is a sample size zero or two. No. I mean, so obviously they're dressing people. By the way, she's twenty nine. I just looked it up, which she's is twenty nine. Twenty nine and having and trying to trying to have to be whatever size that Hollywood or I don't know whoever is saying that you need to. That's just it's so ridiculous because it's this is about her talent. This is about music. This has nothing to do with size or. And if I were a designer, I'd be, be honored, honored, and I'd excited. Jump all over it and and. and a nominated person yes. is coming to you and asking you, and I would love, I would love for her to release who it is that's saying it. I really would. I wish she would. I wish she would say and out them because I don't think it does anybody any any good to say there are designers who won't dress me. Girls, say who they are. Yeah, put them out there. Them out. Put them out because we should. I mean, do you remember a couple years ago? I don't know how many years ago. It was maybe I don't know. I'm gonna say five. Abercrombie did that whole thing where there was that whole thing about how they would only hire models that were a certain size or they I didn't. That. They didn't make T-shirts that were a certain size or whatever, mm-hmm. and we can't enact change unless we know who it's. We can't continue to give our dollars to people who and, and companies who are feeding this idea that you have to be a certain size to be valuable or you have to be a certain size to be talented. And I, I want to know who they are. I so do that too. I can, call them out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, call them out because, like you said, I mean, I don't know that I'm buying anything from these designers. They're probably making clothes that are out of our budget. But you know, <laughs> but let's say, but let's say that they were people that we. I don't want to support somebody with that mentality, and. It's just frustrating because, you know, I noticed over the holidays I was buying Barbie dolls for Jules. She's really Mm -hmm. into Barbies for Christmas. And I don't know if you've looked, you have a son. You have stepdaughters, but they're older. But, you know, they have Barbies now in in all shapes and sizes. Which is so great. It's so great because that's what women look like. Well, you didn't used to even be able to get a a brunette Barbie. I remember growing up, all my Barbies were were blondes. I never thought about that, but you're absolutely right. So imagine being... African-American. Imagine being yeah. Latina. Imagine being 
Asian American. Yeah. I mean, there was no representation. So, I mean, we're kind of getting off track a little bit, but I mean, it's still the same idea that, yeah. that whatever these designers have decided is what is important. That's who will dress. And I mean, whoever ends up dressing her, because I'm sure there has been a, a huge... Oh support swell of support for for her and people Has begging to be. begging to to represent her as there, there should be and she'll look amazing and now it'll be a whole story about how amazing she is but then what i hate about it is it's turning it from what it is about which is music and mm-hmm. what she is what she's being nominated for and it's turning it to something that has nothing to do with anything it, it shouldn't matter what she's wearing it shouldn't matter what size she is truth is now and even though I'm in full support of her, yeah. I'm going to be looking immediately exactly. at what she's wearing mm-hmm. at the show because I want to see what did she come up with I just think it's sad in our society. And and again, if you read my blog, and you can do that at JennyMatthewsOnAir.com, but I, I blogged about it a little bit. But on the flip side, so I have always been on the thinner side. I am by nature, I have a small frame, just always a thinner person. And I got picked on for it. It's not, it's funny because I mean, maybe there are women that just, you know, pat themselves on the back, <laughs> back for that. But I was always really self-conscious of it. You know, I was envious of the girls that had a little bit of curves or, you know, developed a little faster. I mean, I wasn't, I was, I felt like a stick. Yeah, and, and I think there's, I think it's that way for all body shapes and sizes. And I, I look at it this way in the fashion industry and in advertisements is that if, if you think of it this way, you think of, of the car industry, right? And you, you, you're looking at a brochure of a vehicle, a four, a, an F-150 is an F-150. You, you're not going to change the size of that to make it look like an, a Cooper mm-hmm. uh, or a Mini Cooper or whatever. You're not going to take a Mini Cooper and make it look like a minivan. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. And no one is, is photoshopping it to look right. a different shape. So why is it any different with, with advertising for a human being? This is my shape. This is who I am. I'm always going to have these proportions, whether yep. or not, I mean, unless I have extreme surgery, I'm going to have this shape. You're mm-hmm. going to have the shape that you are. And we might fluctuate. 10, 15 pounds regardless, or 50 pounds, whatever. But we're always going to be the shape that we are. So why why have this conversation around making you what you aren't? I don't I understand. I don't either. It just is That's the upsetting part. Um, and to go back to that about being a thinner person, I don't know what it's like to be criticized for the yeah. other direction, but I know what it's like, especially after, and I had podcasted about some surgical nightmare that I had a couple of years ago where I ended up losing about 20 pounds on on my small frame. That was an incredible amount of weight. I was so self-conscious. I was frustrated because I was trying to gain that weight back. So I understand it on that side, but sure. I think the emotions are the same. I think that absolutely you're being you're being criticized for something that's out of your control. Totally, and also that should not matter. I but, totally I mean, I, I remember you going through that time, and people would would even say to you, like to your face, like oh, you need to eat a cheeseburger. I know people and said it's, that to it's me. It's like an acceptable thing to say to somebody, whether mm-hmm. you're thin or, or and, and I would I don't think. I don't know. I think, again, we talked about this last time that we podcast together was was how brave people get on social media mm-hmm. and get on um, on those kinds of, of platforms where they feel like they can say something like that, which, I mean, I'm sure they're just without flaws or, while they're doing that. Well, but. let me tell you that. And I also think, too, people would say it to me, and I don't think that they meant to hurt me. I think they thought in some way they were it was flattering because I think that people think anytime it's anything on the thinner side, sure, it's somehow... You can say it because somehow it's going to be and it's no as, less it's no less hurtful. It's no less hurtful. The bottom line is, I think, and I'm pretty sure you'll agree, is just that we need to stop criticizing each other's body types because we are all different. We're supposed to be different. Yeah, we're all different colors and shapes and sizes, and that's what makes the world go round. And I don't know why. I mean, we're 2019. Like, really, well, I can't believe. All, I mean, we're all dealing with crap that we that that is so far outside the realm of the physical. Like, we're mm-hmm. dealing with with bills and and. 
in-laws and marriages and divorces and, and children. And we're all dealing with so many things. The last thing you need is somebody pointing out to you something that you didn't even think was a flaw to begin with. Yes. And then amplifying it and making you feel terrible about yourself. This is why suicide rates are higher. This is why, I mean, it's just depression. All of these yep. things are, are feeding back into this ridiculous I don't. I don't even know this. This just idea of what we're supposed. But who made that idea? I don't, I don't understand know. who is. And I mean, it is being driven by, I guess, the industry of of clothing and and that sort of thing. But I don't know why we continue to give these companies. And again, that's why I wish you would call them out because I I would love for them to explain to them. I would love to see the letter because she made it sound like that, that. That I don't know how it works. It sounds like they reach out to different. Yeah. You know, fashion houses and oh, say, yeah. "Would you like to dress me?" And it made she it made it letter. sound like that it was a letter or a response of some kind that was you're too big. I would, I would love, to, love to see that. the responses or hear those responses so that then those people can be held accountable for the words that they said because yeah. they need to have their feet held to the fire for saying this to a 29 year old girl who's at the top of her game and being told I can't dress you because you're too big. Yeah, it's I can't insane. handle it. No, I think it's insane. It's sad and we just can do better as a society. Anyway, BB Rexa, if you're listening, we, you, we, we love, we love you. you. And I know there are so many women that fully support and just... You know, think and homegirl can sing. Yeah, she can. She's <sighs> awesome, and I hope she wins. She's up for two Grammys, I believe. So I hope she wins them both. Get it, girl. Mm, get it. Mm. Get it. Okay, now we're moving on to the topic of sports bras because we oh, like great. to we like to go from topic to topic like that. Okay, so I have a question, and I want to know if it's just me. Is it just me? So when I, you know, I'm on this fitness kick yeah. for 2019, which has been going really well. But um, as you drink your Coors Light, as I drink my Coors. <laughs> And you eat Chipotle. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> okay. So there's that. But I am. I'm running a lot. I'm working out a lot. And so I have been on the search for good sports bras. And I ran into a girlfriend of mine, oddly, in the sports bra department a couple of years ago. So this was something that I, we had talked about then. And then I hadn't really thought about it till I went to buy some just recently. And I thought... Why do they have the removable pads uh, in a sports bra? Uh, what? Can you tell me? Like, do you honestly, as a woman, have any idea why? <sighs> yeah, yeah. They um, all have the removable pads. So you're talking like, do they all have them? Because I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm going back in my mind thinking of all the sports bras. Ba- that I if own. you find, if you t- can tell me of one that doesn't have the removable ones, please tell me because I would go buy them all today. I Here- feel like I have one from Victoria's Secret that's like a. Like one that buckles in the front that, that zips up that well, didn't have them, maybe? I thought about getting one of those, too, because all mine buckle in the back. And let me mm. tell you, that's dumb because you can't pull it over your... Life-changing. The front really? buckle is... Especially for... So, okay, if you've never seen me, I'm I'm a bigger uh, up-top gal. Jenny, you're smaller um, than I am, for sure. But, um, but if you're bigger then it's easier to get it around and get it zipped up and have it kind of contained yeah. that way. Whereas I've never... I don't think I've ever owned a sports bra that wasn't a zip or a clasp because you know the ones that you can pull over your head and like shimmy them down that's what I have is I can't shimmy have? yeah I mean yeah. you may think these are small but when you try to shimmy well, the no, sports when, bra they're so, not yeah and so and I mean this is like TMI but I used to so I had a breast reduction about two year, uh, almost two years ago to the day almost how many actually. did you go down how I many? went down I want to say I was an F and I went down to a full C. I was okay. I was a That's D a and, it, and it went down to a to about a full C. Um, but you know I was I was big and I went down and so even now being the full I guess C a full C small D. Um, I did buy one of those pullovers and they do have the little insert things and I guess it's Why? so that you don't see nipples. Okay, but then keep it there because do you ever want to see nipple? Is there ever a time we're going to be like today I want right. nipple, tomorrow Maybe. I don't. <laughs> today, I'm Maybe if you have a crush on like your gym instructor, Maybe. you're like today the nipples today, are the coming nipples, out. The nipples are out, <laughs> instructor. 
Lucky you. No, I'm going to tell you right now. I never want nipple, period, end of subject. No, I don't want to see your nipples. I mean, you don't. I don't. I don't, don't want to see it. And so I Even don't Even if understand. I'm at home on my treadmill in front of a mirror, I don't want to see you. This was me last night at home <laughs> in front of my treadmill. And again, no one can see me, but I was like, stop it with this. So I don't know. I've, if anyone, message me, please. If anyone can tell me of a great sports bra that you found, I'm going to go with Victoria's Secret I do. Friendship. I, I've I seen those. I feel those. like the Victoria's Secret one I have, it's a zip closure one and it's really, really substantial because I got it before I had my breast reduction and I kept it afterward because bras are kind of weird. They're like swimsuits, you know, like where it's, well, no matter what size you are, you can kind of make them work if you need them. Yeah, need to. totally. So the one that I had before before my reduction is is a little bit big now, but it still fits to where I can wear it. I don't yeah. need to, I mean, and I'm dirt cheap, so I'm not going to go buy a new one. Yeah. But, um... But I don't think it had the pads. I think it was a front zip, and I don't think it had the pads. I or if it did, I that. took them out, and I never had to see nipple. Because with the pads, again, I, I'm never having that debate of am I nippling or not nippling. Right. But what I am debating is when I wash these suckers, they come and out. they come out, yes. and you can never and then get you can them never, back in. They're like socks. You end up with one of them. Yes. Yeah. And then you try to, sh- even if you are lucky enough to come out oh, with Oh, and they bunch up and they're, yes. and like you'll be running and you can see like a, a line down the middle yes. of your boob and it's, oh God. What is terrible. that? Mm-mm. Like if there's no. anyone out there that's enjoying that aspect, no, there's, <laughs> help me understand. You make, you make a great point because it's a terrible, and you know what? They do the same thing with swimsuits too, which I, it I makes know. sense with swimsuits, but isn't no, there it a doesn't? I'm never right, nippling. What are you nippling? <laughs> Who's nippling? <laughs> when I'm in Jamaica, Jenny, I want to nipple out. That's what I want to do. I don't ever. Don't squash my nipple parade. All right. I'm. This is. This I is, am curious if there's people that are thinking about like if I'm a Kardashian, maybe I want to nipple maybe. out. Maybe, but even then. But I'm not like on the daily. Just gonna open this beer. Open it up, girl. And let's talk <laughs> boobs in general. Can let's, we just go there since we're on the topic and you're cracking open? And the- I'm opening <laughs> since Mickey <laughs> Drake is I love us. <laughs> I wish everyone could just come and be a part of this party with us because it's so fun. It really is. Um, no boobs. Okay, so <laughs> excuse me. Oh, you're good. She's had a cold. Excuse good. me. I'm sorry, guys. Keep it real. Real life with Jenny real Matthews. Life. We cough. We mm. cough. We do other things. Okay, so when I. I told you. So I've always had a small frame. I've always been a yeah. thinner girl. When I was in my young 20s and I started my radio career, um, I was offered a to do to have a breast uh, augmentation. And to I did endorsements and talked about it on the radio. Now, mind you, I was thrilled at the prospect of this. First of all, I was totally, totally poor young 20s. Heck yeah. Someone offers you a free tatas. You take the tatas. And I had nothing. I was as flat as a board. I mean, flat as a board. And so... And it was always something I was self-conscious of. It's so funny, though. I wish the older me could go back to the younger me and be like, just embrace it. Story of my life, girl. truth is, like, I looked fine. I was, that's how I was supposed to be. Whatever. I have a whole mixed bag but of But as aforementioned, you were probably, if you were that thin, you were probably hearing it all the time about. All the time. Yeah. And, and I lived in Florida and, you know, I wanted to fill out a, the top of a swimsuit. Listen, I mean, what I'm telling you is I don't judge Plastic oh, girl, surgery no choices judgment. in general, no. I, I don't judge it because, you we'll know. We'll get to mine in a minute. Yeah, every, go. Everyone's got their thing. I, you know, it made me feel. And the funny thing is, so I got them done and I have never regretted. I had never regretted the choice because I was just so happy. Like I felt to me, like I looked the way I was supposed to look. You know, I just, yeah, I never had more anything. proportional. And, yeah, I just had some boobs. <laughs> so anyway, so I got rocked those cleavage. things. <laughs> I, I loved it. I mean, they were, and it's funny to look back at pictures. They looked so fake. I've because, seen a picture. They oh. looked, oh my God, they looked amazing though. I mean, um, they were like up to your ears. They were. <laughs> that's when they were where they were supposed to yeah, be. Yeah. They were, they were nice and up high and everything pointed out straight and looked the way it was supposed to. But the funny thing is, so then I had kids and I breastfed both kids for a year each time. And girl, mm-hmm. things are goodbye. Goodbye. I mean, they're, <laughs> they may as well be waving at the floor. And I was so funny because I thought they were fake. I was like, oh my God, they're going to just always look like this. No. Negative. High gravity. Negative. So anyway, I actually met with a surgeon. I was going to have them redone just because 
I'm going to get totally real with you. They just don't look like they used to look. And then I went through that surgical nightmare yes. a couple years ago. And yeah. I thought, nope. And you're like, never again. <laughs> no one's cutting me open. Nope, not anymore. I have to be dying. But talk about your story. Yeah, you have so, a so I, I, totally different story. So I I grew up, some. I mean, I was always a smaller frame, but um, so always flat chested all the way through. Eighth grade comes, go leave school, go home for the summer. And then the girls showed up. I mean, it was... It was literally over. It felt overnight, but it was probably over the, the course of two or three months. Yeah. So I come back from summer and, and they're there. I mean, there's no hi, hi, hiding them. They're all there for everyone Girl, to I see. I waited for that moment. It um, never, and I, never here's, came. Here's the hilarious thing. I never wanted it. I never asked for it. Ugh. I never prayed to God to I bring did. me <laughs> boobies. I never wanted them. We I must. Wanted, we, I, must. <laughs> we must. We must. Increase increase our our no, that was not me. I didn't want them. I never thought about it. I didn't care. And then they showed up and I'm like... What do I do with these things? Like, and you can, I can, I, mean, I should put a picture up of me back at that time because I was, but it was, it was, we talked about proportion earlier. It's just what my proportion was, but I was so out of proportion. I was so large up top and it was, you know, I was a cheerleader. I, you know, I was an active kid and it was, it was kind of debilitating because I was just, I knew everybody I met. It was always, if, you, if someone was describing me to someone I never met Kim before, the they'd be like, Kim's the girl with the brown hair and the big boobs. And that was who I was. Fine. Okay. You know, when you're a teen, that's kind of something you're proud of. Like, hey, I'm going to go sure. with the big top. I wanted to yeah, be yeah. Jenny with the big boobs. Yeah, like, exactly. Was <laughs> I wasn't Kim with the good hair. I was Kim with the big tots. Right. So it was, it was a little bit, but it started to kind of weigh on me a little bit, you know, as I got older. And then, then I would get the kind of attention that I didn't want, yep. where like my nickname in high school was Hooters or, you know, people would, you know, call me names that, that, and then not from a place of hate, just because it's a bunch of teenage dudes and but then that's you what get self conscious. Then I get self conscious. Mm-hmm. So then I get into the you know go through college, which they were helpful in college. I'm not gonna lie, I got a lot of free beer. Uh, <laughs> hey girl, you work it any way you can. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was poor. I was surviving on ramen noodles, and I needed I you needed do beer. what you do. I did what I did. So then we get into the then we get to the career section of life. And then you start to wonder. Then you start to meet bosses. You start to meet, um, and like I said, I think in the last podcast, I'm in sales. So I'm meeting new people every day. And it's just something that bugs me. And they were, and like I said, I think I was an F, I think is what it technically was. I don't really know. But it was it was enough that it was causing back problems. It yeah. was causing um, just issues all around. And I had wanted I had wanted to have an augmentation since I was probably 18 years old. And I finally looked into it. And I think actually you gave me the name a of the redu- doctor. To have a reduction. A reduction. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah, a reduction. And, um, and so I went to the doctor and, and he's like, yeah, I mean, you're completely out of proportion for how, for what your size is. You're way bigger than you should be. And so I did it. I mean, I, I signed up for it and I was terrified. And I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'll be, I'll keep it real with Jenny Matthews. Yeah. Um, they look not amazing. Like they were really pretty before. Um, and now they're a little bit. Edward Scissorhandy. There's there's scars. Do they there's... cut you? I mean, totally keeping it real. Yeah, do they yeah. cut you like a cross? Yeah. Like so, there's the and I can't remember. What, I think they call it the cross cut or the X cut or something like that, where it's underneath the nipple. They cut down. Okay. Basically, slice from down, the nipple from down. From the nipple straight. down. Okay. And then they basically kind of remove the nipple and reattach it because they're pulling out all of the the tissue. Yeah. And then put it all back together. And um and I think they took about a pound out of each boom. Oh, that's a yeah. that's life changing. Two pound reduction right away. Did you feel a huge difference? Uh, in, I mean, immediately. Yeah. I mean, I got home after I recovered. I mean, the recovery was sure. it was rough. It was it was, you know, I was down for uh, a week. I think probably where I wasn't really comfortable. I couldn't lift anything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't lift my son. By the way, also pro tip: don't do it if you're going to have kids. Like, wait till you're done 
with kids yeah. because then if you do it and you get pregnant, then you're going to get big again. Yeah. And so I, that would be my, my one tip. Um, if you That's think you're done really with kids good. Yeah. then yeah, don't do it until, until you're finished. But, um, and then it can also affect breastfeeding, um, capabilities. If you, you know, they said that to me when yeah. I had my augmentation, but it, you were fine. I was, well, and some people are so, so and what was interesting was after you get done and it, I mean, we're really going to keep it real here. Um, after, after I finished, everything was fine, and I thought everything was good, and I was, by the way, do not regret it for one second. I'm so glad I did it. I feel a thousand percent better. I feel more normal. I feel mm-hmm. like the way that I was always supposed to feel. Proportioned. Yeah, and, I feel yeah. more proportioned. I feel more confident. I don't feel like I'm constantly thinking about it like it used to be. I look at a picture, and the first thing I'm looking at is is that. You yeah, know? And that's it's, a thing. And it's, it's a, it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really does a number on you. And so I just kind of finally felt like myself. But what I didn't realize, so one night, my husband and I are ch- sitting around chatting, and uh, and I said something about, my boobs feel weird tonight or whatever. He's like, oh, is it your dead nipple? Is your dead nipple bothering your you? Your dead nipple? Girl, <laughs> spill it. What are you talking about? So, you have a dead nipple? So, have, so uh, this is a risk. I don't know what that means. Is, we're going to go straight there. <laughs> Can we call so the this podcast is a, this dead is nipple? A, yeah, yeah. So this is, a, this is a risk that happens with breast surgery is that when they reattach it because they kind of I don't know that they fully take it off but they almost like like they get it it's, it's really gross it gets like almost stringy to where they can like lift it up and pull things out I okay guess. yeah I, if I'm understanding it I don't know I'm not a doctor we should probably bring one in to we talk should. about this we'll consult yeah <laughs> and um so anyway so when they reattach it because they've got to move it right because they take out all that tissue they gotta it's not it can't go back to the same no, place right. it has to go in a different spot it has to go in a different spot so I get they it. reattach it yeah sometimes it doesn't those nerve endings don't reattach so you lose a little bit of a sensitivity to to a nipple and so my right side is totally fine but my husband's like your left side is you have a dead nipple it doesn't like, i do not that is not to true. stimulation and, yeah me being me being the, the <laughs> love us right person now. i am i'm like i don't believe you and he's like just hold still and i'm like all right so he goes over and he goes can you feel that can you feel that can you feel that and i'm like no 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 and then i lied and i said yeah he's like no you can't because you'd be in screaming if you could feel what I'm doing you to you right now. Nipple. So I have, no, I will say just for clarification, it's not the whole thing. It's just in one particular yeah. spot, but no, but, but I know yeah, that, that I, is it definitely risk. has cut back Even on that sensation with, so. um, an augmentation. It's the same thing. Yeah. And they warn you, I didn't, I didn't have that. <laughs> well, I did. Or maybe I do. <laughs> Here, I'll Matthew squeeze him tonight and let like, me know. Yeah, be like, Matthew, do I have a dead nipple? <laughs> dead nipple. Please Not feel it. Yeah. But I feel like, um, but they did tell, I remember that, them telling me. Mm-hmm. But I remember, and probably where you were in the same headspace on the opposite end, yeah. I didn't I didn't care. care. I said, I, I don't boobs. care if it's going to, I didn't want them. I didn't want them. I yep. said, if you want, if it means I don't feel anything the rest of my life, fine. And yeah. it was, and I mean, and it's, and it's different for everybody. Some people that might be really important to them. And it's mm-hmm. not that it's not important to me, but it was enough of a difference for me to to be where I am now and be as happy as I, I would not change anything about it. I'm totally happy. I'm thrilled with with where I am and mm-hmm. where they are and we're all good. But don't you but, think that goes again to just the whole body like we were talking about with BB yeah. Rexa, but just the whole body type and body image and whatever. And and judgment. We talk about judgment mm-hmm. in every single podcast. I feel like that's a, a theme, but it's so true. You know, that was your choice and that made you feel good and that's making you live a better life physically yeah. and mentally. You're feeling better about things because you did that. You know, same for me. Again, do I look at my younger self and think, you were fine. Like, I don't know what you were stressed out about because you didn't have boobs. You don't need boobs. But it made me feel better. And I've yeah. lived a, a, I've had some happy years. I, I, well, sure. I mean, I look at it the same way with any plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. If you want to go out and if you have a bump on your nose that bugs you and you want to get rid of it and you have the ability to do that and have the, the money, because by the way, not cheap to have plastic surgery. Um, And it wasn't covered by insurance for me. Sometimes it is, depending on, on what your situation is. But- it was it was something that I have want like I said I wanted to do it since I was 16 years mm-hmm. old it you know 14 some odd years later or 15 years later I finally do it 
and and I again I had all that time to think about it and decide that was what I wanted and I never wavered for a second. It was never anything that I wondered. I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah, it was, you I, knew. Yes, and, and and as he was listing out all the things that could happen, you know, my poor husband's like, "What? She's gonna lose all her sensation? Yeah. What? I, I mean, we we're already losing. We're losing mass that he would, of course, love for there to be. But um, yeah, because <laughs> actually, so TM, your yeah, Brad's I'm probably way, listening to this, he's going dying wow. right now. Yeah. But truth is, he he was like, "You're fine. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> don't need us. to get rid of anything. Sometimes he's just like, "Oh, I miss them. Oh, but, but you still have a lot of boob. I I do. I'm not small. So I. But to him. Also, he has humongous hands, so that's part of it. He's that's like, part of it. Fortunately, you were great, but it's not about that. I'm sorry, but it's not all yeah. about making our our spouse feel good. No, but, you um, have to feel good. I, I, and for me, the biggest change for me was that it, I didn't wake up in the morning, and it wasn't. The, it's not the first thing I think about anymore. It used to be my whole wardrobe was about. Okay, I got I got to work around these suckers. I've got to mm-hmm. figure out a way to. Can I wear this blazer? I've got to. Can I wear this shirt today? Can I? Is this make me look like I'm slutty? I mean, I would have cleavage in a, a tank top. I'd have mm-hmm. cleavage in a uh, a turtleneck. It didn't matter what I wore, and I felt like it was it was a judgment thing, and it was um it was just a, an issue of self esteem for me, and it was it was I'm happy for exactly you. what I needed to do. So I did it, but you know now I have a dead nipple. So yeah. hey, well, but I'm bump. And on that note, and on that note, <laughs> I say we wrap this thing all up. Right. Dead nipples and all. I love you so much. This is honestly, if you guys don't realize, I mean, we we had a hard time scheduling out time to we did, yeah, see each other. We're just well, busy I got moms sick, and, and you, you were busy, yes. and yeah, and the weather, this damn weather. This, I'm over. I'm totally. Over if anyone's listening, not in Kansas City, it's just been really craptastic winter, and I think we're all completely over it. But um. Yeah, I'm. Cheers to cheers. another podcast yes, down. This I is love so much it. Fun. I'm so glad to, that you had me back. Love it. You're, <laughs> you're coming back for lots more. Like we got to do this all the time because this is my new favorite thing to do ever. Absolutely. And actually, I would love for people to tell you their their stories about their um, if they had augmentation or or a reduction or whatever. And I mean, I'd be curious to hear. Oh, me too. If I'm the only one that <laughs> I should say that. P.S. Anything that Hit we ever up. talk about, seriously, just go to JennyMatthewsOnAir.com. There's a whole page there. It says we should talk. Well, we should talk. So put you know message any we and. Oh, there was something I was supposed to answer. Hold on before we oh, go. Oh, yeah. Um, we, you do you do read notes. Um, and you do I respond. do. Oh, I love feedback. And I read the notes. And now I got to think about what it was. Hold on. I'm scrolling back. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, what was that, The Partridge Tim? family. Neither a partridge oh, nor a family. Oh, one kid to two. Discuss. Yes. One kid to <laughs> discuss amongst discuss. yourselves. One to two kids. Okay, this is so yeah. off topic of everything, but I but I don't want to you know not uh, answer. Someone had asked around. me about you know the going from one to two kids. Like, that's a huge transition. And what is that like? Yeah. And so you have a little different story because you have stepkids and then you had your own biological son. Yeah. So you, but you did. So you went from a couple kids to another kid. And I went from having a daughter to having a son. So now I have two. And man, that is a, that is an adjustment. When it's it one, is. it's, and when you went from, you started with two stepkids. Well, I did, but at the same, I mean, just for the sake of all things being equal, let's just pretend like I didn't have the stepkids. Obviously, I do. But just from speaking from having one biological child yeah. that I have now. So, yeah. kids aside, which is still, I, they're kids. They're your but, kids. I know. But yeah. I started with, with my son from the beginning, you know, whatever. So, we've gone through this in, in my family of, are we going to have a second? And you and I both went through infertility. And so... um you know, we have the option to have another one uh, because we have 12 embryos sitting on ice ready to go whenever we whenever we want to. And I mean, my husband's done. He doesn't want anymore. He's mm-hmm. got the three. Um, but I still from time to time want to. And as aforementioned with with my reduction, I don't plan on having any more because I, I I'm pretty much done. But there are times that I think about it. Oh, I think and about it's it a too. big it's a 
big change though. I mean, and to go from one to two. So mm-hmm. right now with the one, he gets most of my energy. He gets, you know, most of my husband's energy. He has my stepdaughters who love them, love him, um, the family. I mean, everything's about him. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a huge, I mean, it's great. Life is great for that kid, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. But um, I love the idea of going to two because it would give him someone to have as a playmate. It would give him somebody um, to kind of round out a family. I can understand the, the want to go to two. Mm-hmm. But I think I would say if you're, if you, and I don't know what, what this gal's, you know, I don't what, know what's the, at the, the heart of the question. Yeah, I don't either. But I'm, I'm wondering if maybe she has one and is thinking about two. Mm-hmm. I guess my advice would be don't let society, air quotes, um, tell you that you have to have a second one. There's no that I'm aware of. There's nothing that says you have to. There's no research that says one kid versus two versus five versus 10 makes any difference. If, if, if financially you, you can't do it, please don't do it. Right. You know, I mean, it's okay to have one kid. It's totally fine. I do think it's a completely different dynamic. I think it is. Absolutely. You know, I think about the, when we just had Julianne and all focuses on her and I mean, that was exhausting. Uh And it's so funny though. It's all a blur. And then I think we added miles and had it, and my husband traveled almost all the time when they were little babies. That's and huge, too. I, I literally, I think it's a blur. I don't know how I did it. I think all moms could probably say that. I think you just do, you're in the moment, and you just do what you got to do. Um, and then I had these visions of them being, you know, amazing with each other and loving each other and being the best of friends. And I'm not even going to lie and sugarcoat. They are killing each other 99.9% of the time. There are those gleaming moments when I'll often post about it on Facebook. So I'm like, I you're like, they're holding hands. <laughs> they love each other today. Let's document. But the truth is they're fighting all of the time. And I know someday that'll change too. They'll realize they're each other's true best friend down the line many years. It's not and I mean, by yet. the way, they may not. That's also, not. that's also reality. Or they may not. And I did. Okay. I, yeah. I yeah. had that realization later. So I guess I'm counting on it for them, but, <laughs> I, but they may not. But that's the truth. It is. I think you can have an idea of what anything or everything is going to look like, but mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, you don't really know. You what don't. That's... You have no idea, and and I don't think there's any way you can actually envision it either. Just like going from zero to one, mm-hmm. people can tell you all day long what to expect and mm-hmm. how your life's going to change. You won't know until you do <laughs> until it. Until you do it, and I think it's. it's I think I think it's by design too, because if yeah. you really did know what you were getting into, some people might not actually do it. They might not actually do it, or they <laughs> would have severe anxiety leading up to it. I remember yeah. just thinking, this is going to be it's great. So easy. It's so easy. So easy. It's so hard. It's hard. It is hard. And by the way, I'm, again, I don't know this gal story, but if you're a single mom. God bless you. Yeah. All that you do. High fives. We always get high high fives. High tens. High tens. Everything. Because again, Matthew. Or dads. Also dads. I I don't want to leave them out. Totally. If the dads are still tuned in after the break. Right. Well, this is true. We have a different. We have a different. (laughs) I don't know who's listening right now. If anyone. (laughs) They've all tuned in. They all left. Um, The two of you that are still here. Yeah. But no, it's uh, I, I, again, I don't know what was at the heart of the question, but going from one to two, it is completely different. My, it, it, it really changed everything, but I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. Life is completely hard. It is chaotic. Also, I went from, you know, girl to, to having a boy also. I don't know what that would be like if they were both girls. Yeah, I think about that sometimes if I had another one and I had a girl, would it be, I mean, obviously it would be different, but how I think I, of my everything, sister. everything changes in that. I was thinking about that the other day as I dropped my son off at daycare. If I had two, if I had the ba- if I had a baby mm-hmm. and him. Now I've got to get him into daycare. I've got to get the the baby into daycare. Then, like right now, I love my sleep, and right now my my son is in a great place where he sleeps through the night. And yep. the idea of being up every what, two hours, I think, with a newborn, an hour and a half, whatever it is. Man, I don't know. And, and I think there's a lot of things age factor into this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where you are. Like I said, where you are financially, it's a huge difference. Um, there's a lot of factors that go into it, and you have to consider them all. Yeah. But ultimately, if you're doing this with a husband, partner, whatever, 
talk it through with them, get their opinion and truly listen to it. Because I think it's if it's a partner situation, you've got to have both sides equally committed to it because otherwise... You're going to be doing it on your own. Because it's mass chaos. It I'll just leave it with that. It's chaos. <laughs> it's chaos with one. It's chaos with 10. So, yeah, yeah. Although people do say after two kids. You it, don't even know You anymore. don't even know. They're like chickens. You just start like, here, My sister have has some food. Six. <laughs> and everyone's like, how do you do it? She goes, I don't know. After like a couple, you just. I feel like after you get past four, then the one, the oldest one can just start watching the younger one. And then, you just, then they're just raising one another and you're just kicking back with a glass of you're wine. You're the Duggars at that point is That's what you are. That's what you are. Okay. That's it. We're wrapping up. <laughs> Cheers on, again. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this nonsense. Have a good day. You're listening to Real Life with Jenny Matthews. Check out Jenny's blog and more at JennyMatthewsOnAir.com.